You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ho, ho, ho! Now I have a machine gun in sports betting. And that machine gun is my bookie. Whether you are new to online sports betting or a seasoned pro, my bookie strives to give you the absolute best online betting experience and the good news is that my bookie is in a giving mood this holiday season sign up now make your deposit using the promo code absolute dj and my bookie will match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll you put in 200 you get an extra hundred dollars to play with treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season support degeneracy at the same time it's not just winter season it is winning season so bet win and get paid with my bookie absolute sports betting degeneracy hey everybody arch here and it is saturday which means we're talking the national football league max i can't believe it week 15 i i honestly can't believe it first off i can't believe that we actually got through the season (laughs) i'm knock on wood it's still still not quite over (laughs) yet but the majority of the season is over um the listen that for for all the all the craziness before the season the nfl overall has managed this pretty well sans they're fucking over the Steelers a couple of times um, navigating through the majority of the season w- without um, major cause for concern so uh, kudos to them uh, you know NBA is kicking off next week of course so we'll see how they do you know without the bubble this year but yeah NFL they, they week 15 I, I really fucking can't believe it yeah they made it come on Panther Oh, you know, talking about fucking over. I wonder if we've got fucked over more, the Steelers or that one week of the Broncos. <laughs> but, you know, I, I was even thinking that this morning. He's like, man, after this, we've only got two more weeks left. Like, it, we weren't sure what they would do, but the NFL, I mean, some teams kind of shit the bed. Tennessee didn't know what they were doing a couple times. Raiders got penalized. But for the most part, uh, they navigated through this thing. It's, I suppose it's a lot easier when you like play once a week. But, um, yeah, here we are, and now we're in the playoff hunt. So good things coming. What's going on, Richard? Yeah, I was eyeballing the kid from Marshall, the quarterback who started 0 for 10 to take over for Sam Darnold in uh, the New York Jets next year. He's got all the all the intangibles they look for in a quarterback. Yes, he does. He's tough when he's not doing well. <laughs> <laughs> 
Other than that, not much going on. I figured maybe someone, uh, Keenan Allen, got a hold of my email address yesterday after I told him don't be a, a dick because I someone signed me up for some all kinds of weird websites like howtocookchristmasham.com and shit like that. So I, I figured some joker out there <laughs> didn't like something I had to say uh, went out there and uh, signed me up for these weird sites. Huh. Well, if anybody needs to know how to cook a Christmas ham, let me know. I'll tell you how to do it. I figured it was you. Do you glaze yours in Dr. Pepper? No, I don't do the Dr. Pepper. Uh, maple syrup. Maple syrup is good too, but the, the Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper glaze is is pretty ridiculous. <laughs> pretty ridiculous. Yeah, we're doing the Christmas ham. We'll do. I, I don't need. I don't need to sign up for a website on how to make a Christmas ham. I'm making the Christmas ham. Right. So, Richard, it wasn't me. It was me. Sex Panther goes out an entirely different kind of pork on Christmas. Um, I plead the fifth. Is that it? Is that, is that? Oh my god! Like I was just, I was just telling Arch yesterday how terrible our openings are. <laughs> like really, like I, I, I listen to other podcasts and their openings are so solid, and ours are just shit. I mean, the, a good thing that we make up for it with content. I well, mean, honestly, yeah. I, no one listens for the openings anyway. No one really fucking cares what we got to say in the openings or the closing. By then, they're they've zoned out. But at least we give them content. You know, part right. of the thing with the openings is like you and Arch have like your little inside shit and 99% of it flies right over my damn head. Oh, that's true. That's true. And the other 1% plus this 99%, it takes me a second to catch up because I figure out what you're talking about right at the time we move on. Senior moments. Senior moments, yes. I need some of that. What's that? Uh, no, it's not called Adderall, but <laughs> the stuff that uh, they take when you can't remember stuff. Good job, Rich. <laughs> We're killing it out. <laughs> well, I will say, I mean, this turned into an ARP commercial at this point. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I will say, this is the time of the year for, for whatever reason, I find that success comes a little bit more difficult in sports betting. So I, I do tend to kind of, I don't, I don't tighten up the number of bets, although it looks pretty tight this week. Uh, maybe I'll, 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 I won't bet as much. Maybe I'll throttle down. <laughs> I already don't bet a whole big percent. Like, you know, I'm usually about the 3% mark for my bets. And this time of year, I'm, I, may, I, may, I may nudge it down just a little bit, just from past experience. This is where it gets a little crazy. I don't know if Max or Panther, you've had that experience too. I, I agree. Listen, I, it's when, when you're in the playoff hunt, like weird things happen. Like there, there's teams that are completely folded for the season. There's teams that want to play spoiler like Miami last year. There was no oh, reason yeah. why Miami needed to show up and win that game against the Patriots. Yet they showed up and won, won the game against the Patriots. We'll be talking about that game later today, too. But you never know. You never know if a team is just going to like, you know, jet it up and just kind of lose out. But the Jets are going to jet it up. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 I. I tend to think the opposite. Like I think by at this point, we know who we believe we know who the good teams are pretty sure who the bad teams are. And the bad teams are, are for the most part jockeying for position. I don't see the jets or Jacksonville. And even recently the Bengals really aren't putting a lot of effort into trying to win. There you go. Panther says bet the farm on his picks this week. I would we'll make we a lot of money. Could have money lined the ducks last night too. I'm already aroused about Monday's show. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Houston, Indianapolis, first up. Colts at home. Open up minus seven and a half. It's seven and a half now. Uh, Texans have given up 40 sacks on the season. Uh, last time these two teams played Texans, um, uh, the Colts got to Deshaun Watson five times. 
Last week, the Bears got seven sacks in their 36-7 to route of the Texans. Uh, when Watson is not evading the pass rush, when he can actually not get sacked, we know he can sling the ball. And uh, he, he's he's probably good for a couple of touchdowns this week. And if he does, I think he, if he gets two this week, it surpasses his career season high. So he's actually having a pretty good season. For the Colts, I think it's going to be another big week for their offense as well. You know, they thrashed the Raiders 44 to 27 last week. Uh, Rivers Hilton, T.Y. Hilton, just unfucking believable hot streak right now. Uh, I think they're going to put up more than the 26 points the Colts did two weeks ago against Houston. And I think that win puts them a step closer to the playoffs. I have the Colts covering this one, but it's close and I don't feel great about it. So I will only lean Indy here. Yeah, you know, we're talking about the, the Titans or the Bills, the Chiefs, and, and we're not really paying too much attention to the Colts, but they've won four of the last five, and they're playing really good offense and good enough defense. It's They're not the best defense in the league, like some people like to claim, but they're definitely good enough and on the, on the better side of average. But you got to look at Deshaun Watson and this Houston team. They can't run the ball. They get nothing resembling a rushing attack. And it showed it reared its ugly head last week. They couldn't get anything going on the offensive side. It didn't help that Brandon Cooks missed that game. He's been kind of iffy most of this week in practice. Looks like he will play. But I don't like Houston anymore. It looks like they might have maybe started to pack the bags. I That hook, if it was just seven, if you give me seven, I'd probably bet it. But I'm a little scared of that hook. So like Max, I'll lean the Colts. These games tend to be pretty close within a score between these two teams. And sometimes they can be um, two different games within a game. Last time they played, they were at 44 in the first half and scored a whopping two in the second half. Uh, I think that it'll be another one score a game. I have Indianapolis covering, but not by enough for me to bet. So I'm going to make it three for three on leaning the Colts. There you go. I'm leaning the Colts here. Oh, excuse me. I'm losing, leaning the Texans here. This one. Uh, yeah, I've got it just a hair under the seven and a half. Not enough confidence to bet it, but I'm just going to lean that way. Lean the Texans. And you're just saying Deshaun Watson's under pressure, what, one out of four times he drops back? That's only if they rush three. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Total in this one is 51. Uh, this is something I do like. I'm going to bet the over on this one. I got Colts 31, Texans 22 for a total of 53 points. Uh, I do like the over here. I think both teams, uh, Colts, when were the number one defense in the league? When, when was that? I, I can't recall. They, they they do put up some points, and I think the Texans get into the 20s and the Colts get into the 30s here. And this is kind of a tough one because you would like to – the Colts' offense is better than advertised. I don't think really a lot of people are talking enough about how good that offense has been playing. But Houston, their last two weeks have not been very productive on the offensive side of the ball. I'm just a little hesitant to trust them again this week, so I'm going to lean the under. Yeah, I, I bet the over the last two times these teams met. And I, like I mentioned before, there were 24 – in the first half, I needed one touchdown in the second half and got just a safety. Uh, I'm not going to do that again. I, I'm with Max. I have him scoring 53. That's not enough for me. So I'm just going to lean the over. Okay. Got you in. Ever so slightly on the under on this one. I mean, it's, it's razor thin margins. Not enough to bet it. So just a lean for me on this one. 
All right, next up, Detroit and Tennessee. We only have one book that I have access to that has a line, and that's Bet365, Tennessee minus 11. Yeah, that's what I saw that yesterday, too. Uh, Derrick Henry should be ready to run all over a poor Lions rush defense this week. Uh, Titans might get cautious at the end of the game if they have a big lead. I want to protect him for the playoffs. Uh, Still, it'll be after he drops mm, like 150 yards, a couple touchdowns (laughs) at that point in time. Uh, Henry is eyeing up the 2k mark on the season he he has talked about you know getting the 2000 yards so uh i think he'll be hesitant to be pulled from the game but still you, you don't want him getting injured before the playoffs so if, if they're up big then then sorry fantasy owners he's not going to get to the 200 yards lions 29th in the league in rush defense give up 1.6 rushing touchdowns per game which ranks second to last in the league we know the titans are the second best in the league at rushing yards sixth in rushing touchdowns so it's it's just a bad matchup here i think tennessee gonna get the win i have them barely covering this one i do have them over the 11 but not enough for me to comfortably bet it so i will just lean the titans here you know i think when you just look at the two teams you're thinking tennessee's probably a no-brainer i'm just off the top of my head i'm like okay this should be like a 14 point game but they've been prone to have lapses of letdown um, backdoor covers just not show up altogether. um detroit is one of those i mean they, they're kind of like we talk about other teams they are who they are they're really kind of like a 20 point team so maybe Tennessee's at 31 to 20 just to, to cover this. I, it's just too many points. I think Tennessee probably does, but I can't bet it. So I'll lean Detroit plus the points. For the most part, Tennessee doesn't really smoke people. I think Jacksonville might be the one time that they really did smoke somebody this year. They look like they're, you know, getting ready for the playoff push, which was what we talked about at the beginning of the show. Uh, I think 11 is too many. So I am going to lean Detroit. Yeah, 11 is a lot of points. Uh, no, I can't do it. I, I just I flash back every time I almost bet Detroit to every time they fucked me over last year and a little bit of this year. No Patricia, though, man. That's I know, a, I know. That's, the, that's, no the, Patricia. Yeah, that's the thing. It's telling me to bet Detroit. It says Tennessee's going to win by like nine. Uh, I'll lean Detroit here. I mean, that's the problem with running teams, right? Teams that are, like to run a lot, you're not going to blow people out most of the time. It's going to be a little bit closer. Uh, the total in this one, with that in mind, is 51 and a half. Yeah, I'll still bet the over. <laughs> <laughs> that Lions defense is really bad, and the same thing. The, Titan, the Titans give up points, too. Matt Stafford, no Matt Stafford. I still think the Lions can put up 25 points uh, on this Titans team. And if I have the Titans barely covering here, uh, that puts them at at least 36. So add that up. That's 61. That's way over. So, yeah, I'll bet the over here. All right. Uh, wow. Without even knowing the line, I almost kind of called the score 31 to 20. So the, um, I, I don't know that we can trust Detroit's offense. I know Tennessee's defense has been kind of down, but I'm, I'm making this backdoor push for Derek Henry, uh, for the, getting the MVP race. So that would enable him to run the ball a lot, eat up a lot of clock. Um, I actually don't think Tennessee does get to the 30 this week. So I'm going to lean the under again. This is the second time I agree with you on score, Max. I think they're going to score 63 too. So I am going to bet the over. Oh, no. I'm betting the over too. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, I think this is going over by a, a nice nice margin, about three points. So I think we've got some wiggle room here. Okay. Next up, Tampa Bay, Atlanta. 
Tampa Bay opened up minus four on the road. Bet 365's got a minus six and a half. Falcons are one of the more confusing teams in the league. Uh, one week they look like they've figured it all out. Next week they're absolute mess. And it's not their defense. That's their main issue anymore. A lot of their woes just a result of very inconsistent play of Matt Ryan. Uh, Todd Gurley also been ineffective the past three weeks. He's going to face the best rushing defense in the league. Tampa coming off of a week where they allowed Dalvin Cook to rush for 100 yards and the Vikings total 162 yards rushing. But other than that, uh, the Bucks have just been rock solid against the rush. Uh, despite the win over Minnesota, though, I'm still not sold on the Bucks. I don't know about you guys. When, when, you know, I just, I still, there's something about Tampa Bay here that I, I just, I can't get on board with the Bucks right now. Uh, just have some glaring issues, and they, they, they probably win this one. They, they should win this one. The Bucks. Uh, I don't see them losing to Atlanta. But I do see Atlanta keeping it close. I will lean the Falcons here. Man, I just, I'm not high up on Tampa Bay right now. You know, it's really hard to get high up on them. They, they've got a great roster when you look at the, the list on a piece of paper. But then when you watch them play, there's no chemistry. I'm not really sure what the identity is. Shockingly, Ronald Jones is the fourth leading rusher in the entire NFL. So they kind of identified who the running back was. But with the wide receivers, I mean, you can't trust Godwin, Evans. Um, Brown hasn't really made a difference. And Gronk has played better but I, I really agree with you. Like they'll probably make the playoffs, but I don't trust this team. And Atlanta's kind of like that. They are who I said they were. Um, there's this misconception that they're a really explosive offensive team, and they're, they're just not. Um, they they run the ball enough behind Todd Gurley, but they're still hovering around that 20, 24 point range. Um, they don't really explode and, and get huge plays. And uh, for that reason, I think this game will probably be a little closer. Tampa Bay should win it, but I think Atlanta covers this one. I'm going to lean Atlanta here. Yeah, I think the problem with the Buccaneers is that they just they have periods where they just can't get anything done. They either look really good or they look really mediocre. And most of the time they look me really mediocre. They're completely good at stopping the run, but absolutely horrible at stopping the pass. There's like they're not they're a little bit better at stopping the pass. And I think they might be that dominant team people wanting them to be or look for them to be. I think six and a half is too many points. Not enough for me to bet Atlanta, but I will lean Atlanta. Okay. Got you in. I'm going to bet Atlanta. I think it's too many points. I'll take the home team plus six and a half. I think they can keep it close. I don't think they're going to win. I don't think anybody can money line this one, but I do think Atlanta can keep it within the six and a half. So hopefully the sharps are wrong, which I assume what's driving this line. Uh, the total in this one is 48 and a half. Jeez, I think this is my third Ooh. bet in a row on the over. Bucks 28 points, Falcons 27 points for a total of 55. So, yeah, I, I like the over here. I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling through and I'm, I'm, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> I see a lot of overs on the board this week for me. Uh -oh. uh, but, yeah, I'll, I'll bet the over here. It's um, it's a little. I think it's a little low. I both these teams can get into the low twenties. Actually, it wouldn't be surprised if this ends up being something like a twenty-four to twenty-four go to overtime kind of game. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll lean you over here with Max. They went to the overtime last time I played. They played, I think, and 
I, I have it over by a half a point, so I'm just going to lean the over. Ooh, feel a little bit better about that one. I'm going to bet the over on this one. I've got it going over probably right about you know four points, so I feel pretty good about it. <laughs> as good as I can feel. So I'm going to bet the over in this one. Offensive explosion this week. Falcons are going to prove Panther wrong. Jets, Rams doubling back on a game. Uh, Rams opened up minus 17. There's 17 and a half at Pinnacles, minus 17 at my bookie. I, I was wondering why you were skipping that one. I was like, are you saving the best for last? I scrolled a little too aggressively. <laughs> Jets, of course, sit at 0 and 13, and it just bears repeating that they will not win a game unless the Jaguars win another game. And looking at their remaining schedule, I don't know if they can actually win a game against the teams that they're playing. Adam Gase is starting his PR tour, this PR tour of apologies to try and salvage any chance he has at a future job in the NFL. His tone says, I didn't develop Sam Darnold, but he was injured all the time. Or something along the lines of, I didn't win many games, but there was a lack of talent here. And then there's my favorite one. I tried to make Le'Veon Bell work, but I really didn't want him here. So to prove myself right, I just used him poorly to devalue him. That is Adam Gase in a nutshell. He's, he's, he's apologizing. That's his way of apologizing. Stand-up dude, that Adam Gase. I, I wish him well in the future. Uh, Rams have a chance to get win number 10 this week. Go back to the playoffs after missing out last year. Rams rank number one in defense. Jets rank last in offense Rams rank number five in total offense Jets rank 30th in total defense so I do think this should be a big win for LA but it's just too many points for me I have the Rams winning this one by two touchdowns by 15 points or so uh I they should win by double digits um but yeah the 17 and a half just a tad bit too chalky for me I will lean the Jets here with those points I don't think anybody in their right mind thinks the Jets are going to win this game. They're not even trying to win games. They intentionally lost the Raiders. But one of the things they have been doing a lot better at has been putting some points on the board, not counting last week, but three of their last five games, they've gotten into the mid to high 20s. Um, they have scored. The problem is the Rams have the best defense in the NFL. Oh, he's on board. 17. Yeah, well, they do. Uh, matter of fact, I've got the Rams this week in my uh, – fantasy semifinal but 17 just feels like it's too many like the, the rams are gonna win but i think they call off the dogs probably give golf some time off uh rotate the the running backs uh cam Akers has been a find for them they finally got their franchise guy i think he has a big day but i mean i just can't give up 17 here so i'm gonna lean the jets plus the 17 they may have scored in the 20s three out of the last five, but in the other two, they got three. I don't think that the uh, – I think the Jets might struggle to score in this game. 17 is too many in the NFL game. I, I think the Rams are going to win, and I think the Rams are going to cover, but I'm going to lean the Rams. Mm, going to lean the Rams. I thought for sure once I put it on my numbers, it was going to spit out bet the Jets. I thought for sure. No, it's telling me to bet the Rams. Rams win by like 28 points. I, I can't do it. I'm going to lean. I'm still going to lean the Jets. It's just too many, too many points. They're going to rally around Gase for a big performance this week. Uh, no, they're not. <laughs> uh, the total is 43 and a half. I, I assume that means Rams total is like 40. 
Yeah, you know, the last time these teams played, or at least at least the last time I can remember them playing, I I went to the game. It was here in the Meadowlands. Uh, Rams were in town. I, I want to say it was probably Goff's rookie year. He he got some playing time. I think Case Keenum was was the main starter in that one for for the Rams. Uh, that game ended uh, nine to six. The Rams got the win. It was a uh, it was a great game. I drank a lot of beer in that game. Um, this one I don't think is going to be that low. But it's still going to be under. <laughs> I think the Rams get 28, Jets 13 for a total of 41. And that is bettable for the under for me. Oh, you're going to bet the under. Okay. Yes. And you would think a number like 43 and a half would just, I mean, 99 out of 100 times, it's an overplay in the NFL. But the Jets are so bad. The Rams defense is so good. Um, I I mean, it could be like 38 to nothing and we're not covering. It could be, it could be anything. But uh, yeah, I got to agree with Max. I think this is an under. I'm going to lean the under. I have a score of 33 to 11. That's 44, which is half of a point. Uh, I'm going to lean the over. Going to lean the over. Yeah, I've got this slightly going over too. It makes me wonder what the hell I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm going to lean the over here. The team total for the Rams is over under 30 and a half. I think it's under. Again, I, th- I think they get four touchdowns, but. Uh, you think that's I, their cap right there? It's funny, man. Like the Rams are fifth ranked in the league in in offense in yards per game. It doesn't necessarily always lead to points, though. They oh, move the ball, but they, you know, and I think part of it is their kicking problems as well. Is they go for it on fourth down a lot because they they don't want to kick the ball. They don't want to. They don't want to kick field goals because they don't trust their kicker. I, I might, I might trust a spread or a, a total and a first half total more than the, than the game. I think this is one of those games where they come out guns a blazing. They execute their offense. They do what they want. They build a big lead, and then they're just going to try and burn the clock. Is there any like prop for defensive touchdown? <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. At least not in my books. It's defensive. I can look. Nope. Yeah, I, to me, I would think there's a pretty good shot that the uh, Rams will have a, a, a score a defensive touchdown in this game. You might even get a better one on the safety. So <laughs> let's see if they're going to maybe get a safety. I'm going to bet the safety at plus a thousand if you can find it. Well, there you go. Yeah. Too soon to joke about safeties. Rich. Still fresh in my mind. <laughs> you know what's funny is I just looked back and it was 2016 was yeah. uh, the, the Rams Jets game that I went to, uh, and it was Goff's rookie year. Case Keenum, not a bad game, 17 for 31, 65, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Price Petty <laughs> was the starting quarterback for the Jets, cool. and I'm just thinking back. It's like man, the slew of uh starting quarterbacks that i've seen pass through the jets over the years and they're going to be looking for another one next year i am fucking believable this team they make the browns not look so dysfunctional (laughs) you never probably thought you want to see bryce petty back though (laughs) those are the solid days (laughs) all right next up new england is going to miami uh miami opened up minus three they're minus two now, maybe even minus one and a half. Yeah, some bit of foreshadowing earlier in the show. Uh, interesting matchup here, right? Uh, Miami coach Brian Flores, disciple of Bill Belichick. He's one of the reasons the Pats did not get home field in the playoffs last year. Now he gets another chance to beat his former boss and essentially end the Patriots' playoff hopes. But Bill's not going to go down without a fight. It is well documented 
that Belichick can shut down rookie QBs. Uh, most recent victim was Justin Herbert, where the Pats held him scoreless on their way to a 45 to nothing win. The last rookie QB to beat the Pats. Speaking of Jets quarterbacks, Geno Smith back in 2013 won in overtime. Last rookie quarterback to beat Bill. The, the list of victims, Derek Carr, Jared Goff, Marcus Mariota, Deshaun Watson, Daniel Jones, Sam Arnold, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen. I mean, those are the recent victims to Bill Belichick. Will Tua be on that list as well? It's hard to say. Pats did get the better of Miami earlier in the season. I think they're going to lean on their top five rushing offense to try to do it again. Uh, I, I think the Pats fall short of the win here. And I'm looking at this one. Yeah, the Dolphins should cover it, but it's the Pats. I can't. I can't. I, I, I still can't. I still can't bury the hoodie. I'll lean the Dolphins here, but if you, you know, if we come in on Monday and, and the Patriots somehow get get the best of a uh, Tua and Flores, I wouldn't be too shocked. This is kind of an interesting game in the sense that you bring up last year when when Miami really had no business winning that game, and then what just came out and beat the Patriots, but. I could see a little revenge factor here. Um, what Max says about the rookie quarterbacks and what the hoodie does to them is very, very true. I'm looking at the Dolphins, and I know there's a lot of hype about this team. They got all these draft picks last year. They're playing really well. But when you really look at it, they beat the Bengals. They beat the Jets. They beat the Chargers. Um, they lost to KC. We all saw that coming. They lost to – and that was worse than the score indicated. KC just doesn't like to – put their foot on people's throats. They lost to Denver. Like, I just don't know if this Dolphins team is as good as everybody thinks they are or their record says they are. Um, they're beating up on really bad teams. I don't think New England is necessarily a good team, but they're better than the teams that they've been beating. I like New England here. Actually, I like this one. I don't know if I – can you get me like a plus 110 maybe? But I think I like them for a money line play. I'm going to bet the Patriots here. Do the Patriots ever win in Miami? I don't think they win there too often. Even when they were good, they would go to Miami and lose. I think Miami is going to win this game, though. The one weakness they do have on defense is the um, the run, and Miami is pretty good at the run. I expect Miami is going to win this game. Tua will be a rookie that beats the hoodie. I'm going to bet the Dolphins. All right. it's It's different this year. It's different this year. The reason I I firmly believe most of the time, the reason the Patriots struggle is you're going from cold-ass Boston down to South Beach. Players spend a little bit too much time out, you know, having fun. I don't know that they're allowed to do that this year. I mean, I know Florida's open, but I, I think the NFL's got these guys on lockdown. So they'll probably be in bed at a reasonable hour, you know. They're going to be reading their Bible because they're all choir boys. And uh, Patriots show up to play. So I think they are going to cover this spread. I'm going to bet the Patriots and Panther. The money line on the Patriots is plus 112. You want that or do you want the spread? No, I'll take the 112. I think they win this game outright. There you go. Total in this one is 41 and a half. I will lean the over here. Dolphins 25, Patriots 21 for a total of 46 points. I was short and sweet to the point. I was waiting for you to expound. <laughs> um, yeah, this, I mean, they're not really either offensive juggernauts, but 41 and a half. Good God. That's less than the Rams and the jets. I think that goes over even on accident. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll lean the over here. 
I'm slightly under. I'm going to lean the under. Gotcha. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna lean the over. Gotcha. Yeah, just a lean for me on the over. Don't quite have the wiggle room I wanted, but uh, I think it's gonna go over. Although I would not be surprised if this is under. I mean, Miami's defense is no joke. All right, Seattle is going to football club. Uh, Seattle opened up minus four. They're minus six and a half on the road now. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to find this game. I got out of order. Uh, here we are. Washington, of course, in the driver's seat for the NFC East, uh, but an injury to their steady quarterback could be enough to drive them into a wall. Dwayne Haskins will return to the starting role after being benched earlier in the season. That, along with a more aggressive Seattle defense in recent weeks, I think it's going to make for a bad week, some bad offense for the Washington team. Uh, for, for the Seahawks on offense, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, they'll be harassed by the Washington defense, but I think they'll still put up some big numbers. Seattle bounced back from their loss to the Giants by beating the other New York team 40-3 to last week. I don't think that they'll quite do that against Washington, but I, I have them winning and I have them covering. Lord help me, I'm going to bet the Seahawks. Mm. Well, the problem with Seattle is they, they're not letting Russ cook anymore. They, they've decided they want to try and run the ball, and I don't really think they've been all that effective with it. But Washington is another one of those teams that just has such a low ceiling. With Alex Smith, they were definitely better. Um, you could trust the offense. They were a little bit more um, predictable, but you felt confident about them. The defense has been playing really well all season, but like Max said, and Rich proved me wrong last week, Seattle's defense has been playing like you know the Seattle Seahawks defense of yesteryear. Uh, without Alex Smith and Haskins, I mean, Haskins is just going to be good. It might as well be Carson Wentz. It'll be a couple turnovers back there. He just seems so confused and disoriented. The, the line movement makes sense. Um, I will bet the Seahawks here as well. I would think Haskins would probably have a chip on his shoulder, want to play crazy good because of what they did to him earlier in the year. Um, it doesn't mean he will play crazy good. I don't know that he has that in him. I think that this game, the um, the Washington defense will be able to keep this game close. I won't bet them because I don't know what their offense is going to produce. So I'm going to lean the uh, potato skin collective. <laughs> I'm going to bet Washington. I think they can cover the six and a half. I think they can keep it close. It's it's whew, it's really close, but I do think they can cover it. Was Haskins uh, honest question? Was he really that bad? Because wasn't he benched for not taking things seriously? Wasn't that it was more attitude than it was? I think it was. Uh, I mean, I I honestly, if you if you if you really want to know, I think it was just Ron Rivera wanted his guy out there. Mm. He brought in Allen. He wanted Allen uh, to to start. As simple as that. And then once he went away from Haskins. He couldn't go back knowing that Alex Smith was right there. So I think he was forced into a corner. I don't think it was necessarily performance-wise. What we saw of Haskins last year was atrocious, but uh, I think he, sh he, he had some glimmering spots. He had some good spots uh, earlier in the season. I, I honestly think it was just Rivera wanted his guy out there. You know, you know, hopefully with Alex Smith being there, whether he's on the field or not, uh, hopefully Haskins is learning from Alex Smith because I, my take on Haskins has been he's got all the athletic ability. It's just that little pebble between his ears. Just I don't think he really gets the playbook. I don't think he gets uh, the reads. Uh, he's reading defenses right. I don't think he's getting the pre-snap read correctly. So I think it's all the, the brain stuff. The athletic ability is there. The dude's got a cannon for an arm. He can run, but he's probably, he's probably more 
more like a Cam Newton and even less intelligent than Cam Newton. So take that for whatever it's worth. If I remember correctly, and that's a big question mark, <laughs> I think that um, he got benched after he threw for 300 yards in a game and his team got smoked. And he was in the locker room bragging about how he just threw for 300 yards and he really didn't care about the outcome. outcome and he cared about his performance and his teammates kind of got a little salty with him and that's why he got benched. Yeah. I'm looking at the stat line. I mean, he's got a lower interception percentage than Russ. Russ is having the worst worst season of his career as far as like interceptions go. Maybe Russ shouldn't be cooking. Maybe maybe somebody else should be handling the meals in this one. But yeah, I, I like the Redskins chance here. Fuck. The football team's chance. We just got oh. fined. We just got fined. Oh, Thanks a lot, no. Man. I can't go on Listen, Twitter. When we do the NBA, I was thinking about this this morning. When we do the NBA, we refer to Washington as the Bullets. They can be the damn Redskins. Just saying. There you go. Panther, Panther give us the approval. Total in this one is 43 and a half at Pinnacle, 43 at my bookie, depending on what you need, Max. I will lean the over. Mm-hmm. I have the Seahawks 30, Washington 22 for a total of 52 points. So I, I have it clearly over, but the uh, Sharps are on the under here and kind of uh, scared me off a bit. All right. Uh, Seattle's defense has been playing better. Washington's offense has a very limited ceiling. I, this could go either way. I could I could see this being a twenty to seventeen game. I could see this being a thirty to twenty game. Um, I'll, I'll lean the over here. I think for Washington to win, they probably the game has to go under. If Seattle wins, it has a shot at going over. I'm. 50-50 either way. I'm going to lean the over because I do expect the defenses should get some short field position for both of their offenses. I'm still nudging on the over here, just just barely. So uh, I think it goes like 51. <laughs> Not enough to bet it, but I like the over here. I wish I could bet it. All right, Chicago, Minnesota next up. The booger-eating morons are at home minus three. Yes, that's right. We will cover Chicago at Minnesota after a commercial break. You message me. I, I, did, I did message you. Oh, did fuck message my you. We're, we're at the halfway there. point, so we're we're going to do it's a little halfway break right point, now. everybody. This is going to be Max's commercial, so shut up and listen. <laughs> I'm going to bet this game, and I'm going to bet this game over at my bookie because with the Christmas holiday six days away, or five days if you're listening on Sunday, my bookie has been in the giving mood. Two hundred fifty dollar risk free bet on Thanksgiving, boosted odds, free bets. All the time on Black Friday, uh, more freebie Cyber Monday. They're going to have some Christmas presents for you. NBA, right around the corner. For Sportsbooks, they're supposed to be in the business of making money. They give it away. Just one of the reasons I've been rolling with my bookie this season, other than the fact that it's so easy to use. I just get on my phone. I make my bets. I'm good to go, right? You deserve to bet with the best. Make your deposit. Use the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. And my book is going to match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. So if you put in $200 in your deposit, you just get a free $100 to play with. It's that simple. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season. Support degeneracy at the same time. That is promo code absolute DGEN. It's not just winter season. It is winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, now we're back. Chicago, Minnesota. Three points. Go. Uh, it's hard to argue. And God, I have to say that I agree with Rich. God damn it. I hate, I hate when I have to agree with Rich. But it's hard to argue that the Bears' offense with Mitch Trubisky hasn't looked better I mean, than it did with Nick Foles. In his last three games, he's averaging 250 yards in the air, seven touchdowns, two interceptions. In those games, the Bears are averaging over 30 points per game. And he's facing a Minnesota pass defense that ranks 26th in the league in passing yards allowed. So he has a chance for another good week. Vikings were one of the league's hottest teams before they ran into the Bucks last week. Uh, kicking problems doomed them. Uh, Dan Bailey looked like Ray Finkel out there. That is a Porky's reference, in case you didn't know. Both teams are 6-7, and seven, and the winner stays in the playoff hunt. The loser has a fractional chance of making it. I'm still banking on the Bears getting that over in their win totals, and uh, they should get a step closer this week. I think the Bears straight up win this one, mm. but my numbers are too close to money line it, so I'll take those points and bet the Chicago Bears. Didn't your didn't your heart just skip a beat and your stomach just churn when you said that out loud? I honestly should be betting against the Bears, if you think about it. Like, I, it really is, you know, uh, I have, I have the, the, the win total, right? So, I mean, either way, I, I, you know, I'll win, right, if I bet against them. Look, they, the, the Bears are better with Trubisky, which is actually the worst thing that can happen with the Bears because they're still not good. They need Trubisky to really suck to justify drafting another quarterback next year because this team still, even though they're better with Trubisky than Nick Foles, they're still a 500 team. This defense has been carrying them all season long. Um, Minnesota's offense, I mean, you just compare the offenses. Minnesota's night and day better, but their defense has been so bad. And that kicking game just absolutely is killing them. Uh, I mean, they left 10 points on the field last week against Tampa Bay. They, they could have won that game outright. They've been playing better. Minnesota is the better team. I'm going to bet the Vikings. The Vikings, uh, the Bears always beat the Vikings. Last time out, the Vikings won, but the Bears have won five of the last six games, no matter where they play. The thing I'm concerned about with the Bears, I, I was with Max. I was going to money line them, but their secondary is a little bit depleted, and they're running out guys that no one's ever heard of before. So it could be a tough matchup with that Minnesota passing game. I'm only going to – I'm going to bet the Bears. I'm not going to money line them. I was close, but I am going to bet Chicago. Yeah, I'm kind of with Panther. I'm leaning Minnesota. I don't want to bet Minnesota. Who do they really – they beat the Packers. Outside of that, would they beat the Jags? They, did they beat the Panthers? They beat the, they beat the Bears, big deal. Lions, Texans. You want to shit on the schedule about beating cupcakes? It's the Vikings right there. I mean, and it took Herculean efforts to beat the Panthers and the Jags. It took a Herculean effort to lose to Tampa Bay. Well, they're another one of those teams that their offense has to outscore their defense. That's what I'm saying. I've said it a couple of weeks ago. I think the best thing for Minnesota is to get down and have to have to come back, have to just go crazy. 
We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm going to lean Minnesota. Total in this one is 46 and a half. I still, I still can't get over the fact that Minnesota, Minnesota lost to the Dallas Cowboys. Like, I, it, 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 yeah. it's unfathomable to think about that. At home. That's, that's a game that's going to keep them out of the playoffs. You know, it's, it's just crazy. And, and th- that Dallas defense. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're talking about the Bears defense, which is, once again, looking good. Like, they went through this, this lull, this period where it's like, what the hell is up with the Bears defense? And then now they're, they're, they're looking better out there again. Uh, and I think part of that is Trubisky's – god damn, this is awful. I hate, I hate backing this guy, but he's doing it. He's, he's keeping the, the offense on the field for longer. Their time of possession is better. And the defense isn't being gassed out there. So when they're hitting the field, they're a lot more effective. Um, that said, I'm leaning the over here. <laughs> I, I have like, I have the bears winning by percentage points, but if you, you, if you do the rounding, it is, it's 26, 26 for a total of 52 points. So I'll, I'll lean the over. Yeah. I think the over is the right play here. Minnesota's defense, as we've you know, been beating up on, uh, gives up a ton of points and the bears. I mean, if there's been a flaw with their defense, they've been gotten to through the air. You're not really going to run. And if you listen to the fantasy show, you know, we kind of faded Dalvin cook this week, but, um, I think Kirk cousins could have some success in the air with his two receivers. So I will lean the over as well. I have this game going over a total of 53. So I hope you're on the under arch because I'm going to bet the over. Oh, I would be. Yeah, I try. If you, if you bet the over, I try and be on the opposite side or bet the under. I'm going to lean the under ever so slightly. I've got this coming in almost exactly at 46 and a half. Almost exactly. So I'm going to lean the under here. All right. Next up, we got Jacksonville and Baltimore. Ravens minus 13 is what you're looking at. Talk about opposing forces. <laughs> I covered this on the DFS show, but it, you know it, it's worth repeating. Uh, Ravens run the ball well. They're number one in the league, 174 yards per game. Uh, the Jags absolutely suck defending the run. They rank third worst in the league, giving up 146 yards per game. So this should be a chance for Lamar Jackson and running back collective to rack up some yards on the ground. Baltimore, though, they're middle of the pack in rushing defense as well. And they're facing one of the best running backs in the league in James Robinson. Ravens also coming off a game where the Browns dropped 42 points on them. So there's some cracks in that Baltimore defense for sure. I don't think there's any discussion over who wins this game. Baltimore is going to win this game. It's just deciding how much the Ravens win by. I have them winning by 10. So with that wiggle room, I will bet the Jaguars here and take those points. Yeah, you you would think this might actually be not a a high-scoring game because it could just be run, 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 run. But the defense is so bad, the runs could be 20- and 30-yard gashes. Um, You know, Max covered it well. We we did it on the fantasy show. Uh, He liked uh, Dobbins. I like Gus Edwards uh, with the money line uh, type goal line touchdowns and James Robinson has been an absolute godsend for the Jaguars. They look like geniuses by getting rid of Fournette or, and uh, going with Robinson. Jacksonville's not trying to win, but the players, some of these guys are still playing for their jobs. They want to be part of this, this team. They want to be in the NFL. So even though management probably wants the high draft pick, 
the players still are trying. I agree with Max. Baltimore is going to win this game, but 13 is too many. I'm going to, I'm not going to bet it. I'm going to lean the Jaguars. See, the thing is, Baltimore, they tend to smoke bad teams and then really do play poorly, poorly against the better teams. Jacksonville is a bad team. I think Baltimore wins this game. I have them winning by a little bit more than 13, so I'm going to lean the Ravens. I'm lean the Ravens. This is tough. I'm going to lean Jacksonville. It's right there. I, I want to bet them. I just can't, can't get there because it wouldn't surprise me if Baltimore comes out and smokes them by 21. Wouldn't surprise me at all. But, uh, yeah, it's a lean right here. Total is 48 in this one, Max. Uh, I'll lean the over here. Uh, Ravens 30, Jaguars 20 for a total of 50 points. Um, yeah, again, like uh, the Ravens can score in the 30s. We know that. But a lot of this, uh, Panther said, it's going to be a lot of running. I think I think this caps off at the Ravens hitting, you know, about 30-something points. And I do think the Jaguars can can put up 20 against this uh, Ravens defense. Um, yeah, so 50 be a lean on the over. Yeah, I mean, last week, Baltimore and Cleveland, that was a lot of running, too, um, two leading offenses in rushing. So um, that went way over. So it could happen again this week. I think it's more likely than not it goes over than under, so I will lean the over. I have a dumb push, and since that messes up your Excel sheet, and I don't want to do that to you, Arch, I'll pick a side. I think the Baltimore is going to get uh, theirs. My question is Jacksonville. At some point, the Baltimore's defense has to play a decent game. Maybe they do it today. I'm going to lean the under. You're going to lean the under. Okay. Gotcha. I'm going to bet the under. I think this is going to be a little bit closer. I, I It's going to be close. It, it, it won't be easy, <laughs> it, but it's, it, it should go under according to what I'm seeing. So yeah, just a bet on the under. I needed to bet an under. I haven't bet one. All right. Next up, we've got Cleveland and the New York Giants. Primetime game for some reason. Cleveland is minus six and a half. Yeah, can I flex Kansas City, New Orleans? There's so many other games. Flex Seattle, Washington. That'll be a closer game. Or you know, there's there's New England, Miami. That's a more interesting game. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. After giving the sports betting world a kick in the dick last week in a last second safety, Browns looks to get back into gamblers' good graces as a big road favorite this week. Browns probably should have won last week. If Lamar Jackson's explosive diarrhea didn't subside, perhaps Cleveland would be on a five-game winning streak right now. They have a great opportunity, though, to restart their winning ways against a Giants team that a couple weeks ago looked like world beaters. They shocked, shocked Seattle and then just looked like the absolute dregs of the NFC East last week against the Cardinals. Daniel Jones listed as questionable this week. He, he didn't look right last week either, uh, which I think exacerbated the situation for the Giants. Uh Browns, they're going to put their great run game against a solid Giants rush defense. If the Browns win in that area, they easily win this game. Game over. Browns Browns can run the ball. The Giants can do nothing. Um, I, I, you know, it's funny too. Is, is is the Browns are winning this season, and Baker Mayfield's winning this season, playing well this season, despite not having former Giant Odell Beckham Jr. out on the field. You almost forget that. They had Odell, you know, uh, it's, it's, it, it only came up because he's playing the Giants that, that I thought of him. Baker's playing good. 
the the Browns playing well. This is this is it. Congrats. Uh, Ten win season for the Browns. Ninety five percent chance of making the playoffs after a win this week. So don't fuck it up. I will lean the Browns. You know, maybe the Browns are what Tampa Bay needs to be looking at because it's it's almost like a mirror image of, hey, we're just going to put this hodgepodge collective of star athletes on a team and hope it works. Cleveland didn't work right away. It took them some time to gel and get more playing time together. And now you're seeing a, a Browns offense that is really clicking, generating points. You know, that loss last week was – um, you know, really have quite a bit on the defense, I guess, because the Browns offense did their job. The Giants, again, another one of those teams with just such a low ceiling on their offense. A lot of the games they were winning were low scoring games. This one, they just can't keep up with Cleveland's offense. So I'm going to bet the Browns minus the points. It's going to be, as uh, as Max said, it's going to come down to can the Giants defense limit the Cleveland ability to run the ball. They're one of the better teams against the rush. I don't know if that's because they played the Eagles twice and the Cowboys, uh, maybe. I I think that the Giants will keep a close, not close enough for me to bet them because I don't trust Daniel Jones. Maybe if Colt McCoy was in there, I would bet the Giants. I'm going to lean them. You're going to lean the Giants. Indeed. I'm going to lean the Browns here. I don't quite have enough to, to bet them, but it's pretty close. Although with uh, Daniel Jones in there, yeah, I agree. It seems like Colt McCoy might be the more the the, the bigger threat in that game, that team. Uh, he, Daniel Jones looked like a statue back there. It looks like he couldn't move last time last week. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he needs to talk to Dan Marino about how to move around in the pocket. Uh, Forty four is your total on this one. Not every quarterback can be Steve Young two point I mean, come on. We're missing out on Steve Young two point this week. It's it's crushing. <laughs> I will lean the over here. Browns 32, Giants 18 for a total of 50 points. Uh, Browns will get theirs. Browns will get theirs. It's a barn burner, Max. I don't know if the Giants are going to get theirs, really. Uh, Again, if if it comes down to this. If the Giants can stop the run for Cleveland, it's, it's an under. I don't think they, they can. I think if they, if they try to, like... You know, stack the box. I think Baker's going to make them pay for it. So I, I don't see the Giants being that effective against uh, Cleveland this week, and Cleveland will get over 30. Yeah, I completely agree. The Giants aren't going to stop the run. Um, Chubb and Hunt are just, it's just too good. The offensive line's getting the job done, and the passing game has been more than effective to keeping everything off balance, and you can't predict what Cleveland's going to do. I think the big question here is whether the Giants get theirs or not. I don't necessarily trust the Giants to score a lot, but Cleveland doesn't have like a world beating defense. So I only need the Giants to find like 14 points and this thing goes over. So I will actually bet the over here. I think the game probably goes over. You know, when you look at Cleveland on the road, they gave up uh, uh, 35 in Tennessee. They gave up 25 in Jacksonville. They gave up 34 Cincinnati. They gave up 38 in Pittsburgh. They gave up 38 to Dallas. It's a lot of points that they've given up. So I think Daniel Jones will find some points and the game will go over. I'm going to bet the over here. Bet the over. Okay. I'm going to lean the over here. I don't, I I can't quite get there. So just, just a lean for me on. All right. Next up, Philadelphia, Arizona. Uh, Cardinals opened up minus five and a half. They're minus six and a half at Pinnacle, minus six at my bookie. You're not liking this at all, are you, Arch? This which one? Uh, just in general, Washington with an injury to Alex Smith, uh, Giants 
fading right now. Eagles no. winning a game last week. No, I'm not liking this, Max. I'm, I'm not like liking it. this at all. <laughs> they want to see how long they can push it before they start their winning streak. Oh, you, you have some good news, though, man. Uh, Eagles would be eliminated this week if they lose and the Washington team wins. So that's what you're kind of hoping for. Uh, however, if Washington loses and the Eagles win, Phil, Philly's going to be right back in the conversation of the NFC East title. The Eagles broke a four-game losing streak by stunning the Saints last week. Uh, Jalen Hurts put up 167 yards, touchdown in the win. Nothing spectacular, but he helped limit the turnovers for a team that is 29th in giveaways per game. Right. Uh, for the Cardinals, they need to keep winning if they want a playoff spot. They they control their own destiny. If they win out, the Cardinals make the playoffs. So you got to expect Kyler Murray to do whatever he possibly can to get this team's offense going. I think it's going to be a lot of running plays. I think Kyler's going to use his legs. His shoulder's still a little bit wonky out there. Uh, so I think he's he's going to run the ball a lot and put pressure on that Eagles defense to, to stop the run. Uh, it's an Eagles defense that gives up 127 yards per game on the ground. So I, I really do think that that Murray can get it done. I hope not. I'm facing him in my fantasy this, this week. But uh, I get. I think Arizona gets a win. I'm not sure if they cover, though. I'll lean the Eagles with those points. But I think, Arch, you get a little wiggle room this week. I think the Cardinals pull out a win. I would not be all that confident. Uh, this, this this is a dangerous game for Arizona, who's really struggled at home. I and mean, they they get a win against Buffalo, but that was really a loss. Um, they lost to Detroit uh, when they opened the season, their home opener. Um, th- this is a team that's not been playing that well at home. Philadelphia, for all their struggles, they actually have talent on the team. Now, maybe Jalen Hurts' line wasn't that impressive, but maybe this team's going to rally around him. The problem I still have with the Eagles is they have just such a low, low ceiling. They- they've not exploded. Even last week with the win, they were still in the low 20s. I just think you need more points than that to beat Arizona. I trust the I trust the Eagles actually here to get to the 2024. Um, probably lose, but I think they can cover that six. I want to lean the Eagles here. I think Arizona is um, going to win this game by about a touchdown. I expect that the only thing that the Eagles do better than Arizona statistically is commit fewer penalties. I know maybe Jalen Hurts changes that a little bit on the offense, but I, I don't think so. I think maybe uh, the New Orleans folks were banking on a W and looking forward to Kansas City last week, so kind of a letdown game there. I, I think Arizona wins this game and covers, but not by enough for me to bet it. I'm going to lean the Cardinals. Ooh, yeah, I, I do think the Cardinals can cover it. I'm going to bet them. Six and a half. I think they can keep it over a touchdown. Fingers crossed. Let's, uh, let's hope so, because otherwise if they lose, I might get fucked twice, you know, once this week and then once at the end of the season. Uh, the total in this one is 49 and a half there, Max. Um, 49 and a half or 48 and a half or 49 and a half? 49 and a half. Oh, then that changed. Uh, yeah. Then I will. Man, I, at 48 and a half, I bet the over. Uh, so I will lean the under here. Cool. I have, I, yeah, I have uh, Cardinals 27, Eagles 22 for a total of 49. So I will lean under here um but yeah 48 and a half i, I was betting so if over. it breaks back if it breaks back to like 49 flat what would you tell somebody to do i still not do it okay still not do it yeah <laughs> it's, it's like 49 is the number um i, I the the it's interesting I, a lot of money on the over a lot of money on the over so that's why probably they, they uh inch that line up again 
So I think the over looks like a solid play, but I I, I don't have the the numbers aren't adding up, and I don't I don't search for my couch cushion for extra points. It's hard to come by, man. You know, Philadelphia is going to compete, or Philadelphia is going to win this game at all. It's got to go over. They're going to have to outscore Arizona's. Uh, offense. Arizona's going to get theirs, um, but they only got to get, you know, 24, 27. So Philadelphia is going to get there. They got to get over that. Um, this is another one, kind of like the the Oregon play last night. I think Philadelphia, there could be enough value here for somebody to fire a shot at a money line play. But as far as the total goes, I think it's an overplay as well. I'm going to lean you over. I think that they're going to get theirs on Arizona side. Their defense played a little bit better against the statuesque uh, Daniel Jones last week. I, I I think Jalen Hurts is going to struggle a little bit this week. I don't expect him to come out of the box and have two really decent games back to back. I'm going to lean the under and lean the under. I'm going to lean the over in this one. I've got a little bit going a little bit higher than Max, but whew, we're still talking fractional fractional over here. So, yeah, keep an eye on that. Maybe it recesses just a little bit. But you're right, Max. It just kind of seemed to just skyrocket by a full point. It didn't. It, there was no transition by half points. It was a full point. Uh, next up, Kansas City is going to the Dome. Chiefs opened up minus four on the road. They're minus three at Pinnacle, minus three and a half at my bookie. This could be a preview of the Super Bowl. If the Saints can shrug off their stinker against the Eagles last week and get a returning Drew Brees back into a groove, it is a matchup of the top offense with Kansas City against the second-ranked defense with New Orleans. But let's not sleep on KC's defense, really. I think when focused, this Spags defense is really damn good. A pass rush recently, fantastic. They had four sacks last week against the Dolphins. A Honey Badger has four interceptions over his last three games. Michael Thomas is out this week for uh, for the Saints. So I think the pressure is going to be on Emmanuel Sanders as their deep threat. And um, we know most of their offense flows through Alva Kamara. So I do expect him to have a big week. But other than that, I, it's going to be limited amount of weapons for, for Breeze and his return. I was really surprised when I ran my numbers. I ran it through my main model and then my secondary model just, just to make sure that I wasn't on crack here. I have KC winning each time, but by less than two points each each one so i do expect casey to get the big road win i just don't have them covering here so i, I will lean the saints you know the, andy Reid addressed the fact that kansas city hasn't been finishing off games they come out and they just take everybody to the woodshed and then the defense has just been kind of this lollygagging out there and doing just enough to win the game and sports betters have got to be annoyed with the fact that chiefs just can't finish off and cover their bets they're they're just they're not covering their bets so i i think you will see a revived kansas city defense they're better than they've been playing I don't think the defense uh, for the Saints or the Rams or whoever, I don't think it matters when Patrick Mahomes is on the field. The Chiefs are going to score. Um, so I, I trust the Chiefs to go into New Orleans and get it done. I'm going to bet the fighting arrowheads. I think you're going to see a lot of um, Latavius Murray and – and, and uh, Alvin Kamara because the one thing you can do is run uh, the – I, that's kind of who they really are in New Orleans. They think of Michael Thomas and Drew Brees in the passing game, but they pound and pound and pound at you so that they can open up the passing game. Uh, that's going to be the weakness in this game for Kansas City. I'm going to lean the Saints here. 
in the Saints. I have Kansas City winning by two and a half points. So basically, I've become everything I hate. Uh, I'm going to lean. Get, I'll lean the Saints. I th- I, home team, I think it's going to be a little bit closer. I think Max is probably right. This might end up being just like a one-point game. Total in this one is 52. I have this as exactly a one-point game. Yeah, I have, I have the Chiefs winning 29-28 to 28 for a total of 57 points. I will lean the over in this one. Uh, same thing here. Like I, I was looking at where the money and public are coming in. As you can imagine, the public is all over the over here with these two teams. Uh, the money seems to be seeing something else and going with the under here. Uh, but yeah, my, my numbers add up to an over, so I will I'll stick with them and lean the over. I really kind of wonder if this isn't the game that Andy Reid has been waiting to unleash Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He got 16 carries last week, but he really hasn't been a huge part of the offense. I expect the running game to present itself a little bit more tonight or tomorrow. Uh, Same with the Saints. Latavius Murray and Alvin Kamara will get theirs, uh, particularly with Michael Thomas being out. So um, I actually believe this will be an underplay as well. I'm going to lean the under. I don't know what kind of idiot would draft Hilaire as their first running first first player in yeah. in the uh, the fantasy draft. I don't know who would waste <laughs> a first round pick on a Hilaire. What what kind of moron would do that? Yeah, that's like a, that's like a top five pick. What a fucking moron. Jeez, terrible. Uh, but at least the moron traded him for Nick Chubb. <laughs> the Chiefs' offense is struggling so much, though. You know, you really got to get Hilaire in there. I mean, oof, the Chiefs can barely put up points, so they're clearly their offense is in trouble. They're doing things wrong. Think of about the fantasy players, Arch. Come on, yeah, stop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I think the game is going to be 24-24. Then they'll kick an over. One of them will kick a field goal in overtime. Puts them at 51. That's an under. I'm going to lean the under. Yeah, I'm leaning the under here too. Richard, you're just leaning it? Okay, I'm going to bet the under. I think it's going to go under. Although it wouldn't surprise me if it just, you know, 70 points. But no, I, I ran it a few times and it keeps coming up under. Only by... Let's see, about 51 points is what I have, so <laughs> close. All right, last game, the matchup the country is dying for, San Francisco-Dallas. Uh, San Francisco opened up minus one on the road. They are minus three now. Really forced my hand, because if you download <laughs> listen to every single episode, you know I like to end the show betting on a game, and you're giving me this one to bet on. So Hey, that's how Vegas laid out the book. Yeah, uh, I mean, better than better this one than that that Browns Giants game. So I'll, I'll take this as our last game. Uh, when a defense feels good about only giving up 101 yards on the ground, you know that that defense has had major issues stopping said run on the season. Dallas, they're coming off that high, shutting down Gio Bernard's porn stash last week, hoping to repeat themselves. It's not going to happen, though. I, I, I know that Raheem Mostert is out for the Niners, but this, this Niners team can run the ball. I like Jeff Wilson Jr. out there. I think he's going to have a big game. Um, I'm talking about it, right? Uh, with injuries to Alex Smith and Daniel Jones, Lord knows what's going on with the Eagles. <sighs> the NFC East is still wide fucking open. I can't believe we're saying that. <laughs> but Dallas still has a chance for the NFC East. Uh, a loss this week would knock them out once and for all, though. That would be it. No more talking about Dallas. They can just focus in on the draft next year if they lose this one. And a win for the Niners, uh, it's a long shot, but keeps their playoff hopes alive. Um, but if you look at it, man, the, the Niners' only win over their last six games was that 23-20 to win over the Rams. The Cardinals... 
Vikings, Bears, and even the fucking Lions are currently ahead of the Niners right now in the playoff hunt. So it's not looking good for either of these teams, no matter what happens. But I do think the Niners get a step closer this week. They will go on the road. They will get the win. They will cover this one. I will bet San Francisco. You know, when you look at the rosters of both teams, I think it would be easy to argue that Dallas has the more talent, at least on the offensive side of the ball. Um, We still have no George Kittle. And the San Francisco offense is just so limited. Dallas, I don't know if we can trust them, right? They, they showed up against Minnesota and put up 31. They showed up against Cincinnati and put up 30. But we're talking really bad teams. I don't – well, really bad defenses. San Francisco doesn't have a bad defense. Um, but Dallas is at home. This is going to be the worst scenario for Arch because I think the Giants are going to lose – the potato skins are going to lose. The Eagles might win. And I think Dallas wins. This is another money line play potential for betters. Not for me. I'm just going to lean Dallas with the points. You'd have to be nuts to money line the Dallas Cowboys here. I think and maybe in the beginning of the year, it didn't look that way. But now when you look at the schedule that San Francisco has played, Washington, their last game could be a playoff team. They're playing pretty well. Buffalo is a playoff team. The Rams are a playoff team. New Orleans is a playoff team. Green Bay is a playoff team. Seattle's likely a playoff team. New England maybe, but they stomped on New England. The Rams, Miami, they haven't had a uh, an easy stretch, so it's no wonder they've lost most of those games with most of their players on the sidelines. The Cowboys, on the other hand, they lose to just about everybody except they beat Cincinnati and Minnesota. Woo! I think that uh, – San Francisco whoops their ass. I'm going to bet the 49ers. I'm going to bet the 49ers. All right. Yeah, I'm going to lean the 49ers here. Uh, I do think they can. I do think they can take care of business with Dallas, but uh, not enough to bet them. So I'm just going to lean on the number one strength of schedule team in the National Football League. Uh, total in this one is 45. I will lean the over 49ers 25 Dallas 21 for a total of 46 points. I don't think you're going to be seeing much over that though. So um, it's right there. I, 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 you can do it, Max. You can end it on a high note right here. I, I, I am ending it on a high note by betting the 49ers. I am not going to, you could double bet it, man. Do it. Not gonna double happen. shot. Double shot. The over Reading. and the road favorite, Max. When don't you love that combo? Oh my god, that sounds like that sounds awful. That sounds. <laughs> that sounds sounds like me. <laughs> uh, no thanks, guys. Uh, you know, listen. Uh, Rich can uh, close out the show with with, with his uh, his bet on the over. Uh, I will close out my part of the this show by not betting the over. Um, I don't. I don't trust San Francisco's offense. I don't trust. Dallas's offense or defense. I actually feel much better about the under than I do the picking a side in the game. So I will lean the under here on this game. I'm going to do it. I'm going to close out the show. I'm going to bet the over. All right. Gotcha. Okay. I'm going to lean the over here. Um, I do think this goes over for the 45. My hope is that Sam or that uh, San Francisco scores about 60 points. <laughs> it's a balance out from last week yes right we'll just get that average <laughs> nailed out now dallas's defense they are playing better they're, they're still the worst in the nfl uh, I, the, the cincinnati was a mirage i think they're going to let up some points i do think this is going to go over 
I just I wish I had a little more confidence to bet it. And then Rich kind of knocked the stool out from underneath me. This one by mm. betting it. Yeah. It was a mirage last week because they got deep into the Cowboys' territory, I think, on the first couple of drives, but only fumbled the ball away. They won't do that again. No, no, I don't think so. I think San Francisco can put them away. All right, Max, every single spread, every single total, every single game, and a money line from Sex Panther. Only one money line. Unfuck. Wow, that was was a marathon, guys. Uh, And we had two games today. We talked about them on yesterday's show, so make sure to circle back uh, and listen to yesterday's show to to hear what we have about. Uh, Important games today for me because I got uh, Aaron Rodgers on my fantasy team, so I need to have a big week. Support Degeneracy by buying our T-shirts, buying our hats, coffee mugs, all those things. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com to do that. You can click on the DJ shop and buy some merch. Uh, I just wanted to thank our new sponsors. I don't, I don't know if you guys have noticed. We, we have some regional uh, commercials, uh, commercial ads in our show now. Um, I'm, I'm tempted. I'm tempted to go skiing in Vermont. I've never skied in my life, but I hear these Vermont ski commercials, and I kind of want to go. So... <laughs> It's it's uh, the advertising's working at least on me. Make sure to download the Degens app for Android, iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podtail, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to, that, please hi is rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Jesus Christ, week fifteen, almost in the books, crazy. Rich, final words. It's going to be a big uh, Saturday and Sunday of sports. This today on Saturday, you got UFC. You got a boxing match tonight with Canelo Alvarez. He probably wins, probably by stoppage at some point later in the fight. Uh, make sure you tell your friends about this big NFL show and how uh, Rich closed it out on this square sucker play with the road favorite and the over. Let them know about my stupidity on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, however it is you communicate. Speaking of, um, anyway, take us home, Panther. <laughs> busy, busy day. We've got two NFL games. Like uh, Max, I got Aaron Rodgers going. Um, it's horrible timing, though. They put NFL versus the Notre Dame-Clemson game. I'll be all over college football today. So we got all kinds of conference championships going on. I got a fantasy what? NBA draft. I mean, Panther? Uh, what? Why is that horrible timing? <laughs> no, no one wants to watch Notre Dame get their asses kicked. Asses kicked! <laughs> You East Coasters don't even know anything about football. (laughs) Which, by the way, I don't know. You live over there. I don't know if you've ever traveled up north. I went through New Hampshire one time. Absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful country up there. Um, So, yeah, get up. I don't know about skiing or anything, but just beautiful up there. But, uh, yeah, you guys know the deal. Get on on the website. Get on the app. Social degeneracy. Shoot the shit with us. All kinds of stuff to bet on this week. Let us know what you did last night, what you're going to do today, what you're going to do tomorrow when it's all said, done, kids. That's all. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.